What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the In-Situ Collective podcast. My name is Jack Graham. And I'm Mac Rikers. And on today's show, we're going to give you more energy. (laughs) So, energy. It's a good topic to talk about. I feel like a lot of people struggle with this. Um, whether it's in the morning getting out of bed, enough energy to do a workout, energy at work, um, or just sort of hitting that three o'clock slump where you just feel like you need to have a nap. Yeah, definitely. I feel like every single one of our clients that has come to us has had the problem of lacking energy. They have all wanted to work on getting more energy or yeah. having more energy. And. It's not like we're immune from this as well. Some days we struggle from this. Um, And what we're going to talk about today are very simple things. The simplest things I reckon you can do to improve your energy. Yeah. Um, So I feel like, where where would you like to start? The most important thing, I think, Mm -hmm. everyone can probably guess what it is, is sleep. Yes. (laughs) Like by far. And I feel like even though people maybe going to bed for eight hours and maybe they're laying in bed for eight hours, they might not be getting a solid eight hours of good sleep Mm. or even any quality sleep. And it's really hard to determine if your sleep is good or bad or if it could be improved if you don't wear something that can track your sleep for you and show you if you're getting enough deep sleep and REM sleep and slow wave sleep, is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We were having a conversation a couple of weeks ago, I think about how it's not until you get that REM sleep when your brain actually gets the chance to switch off. So Mm. like when you're rigid and you're in that super deep sleep, that's the only time ever out of a 24 hour period that your brain actually gets to relax and stop monitoring you. Mm. So if you aren't getting that super deep sleep, when you think about it, of course you're gonna be exhausted because your brain never gets the chance to rejuvenate and recharge. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. What are the? What do you think the biggest tips you've given to clients have actually made the most difference in regards to sleep? Yeah, this I've actually been having this conversation with a client the last couple of weeks about tracking your sleep. Like you said, yeah, you, you can't improve what you don't track. Yeah. Um, so um, I'd say tracking is going to be the best, and then um, I guess you could say, sort of say. At the moment, we're sort of trying to what do morning and afternoon routines to sort of try and get our sleep better. So I'd say almost the afternoon is just as important as the morning. So just winding down for sleep is a great idea. Yeah. And turning off all devices, as we said, or putting on blue light blockers, yeah. as we always talk about, um, before you go to bed is probably the easiest and probably the most beneficial thing you can do. Yeah, absolutely. And I think following from the the light, the effect that light has on your quality of sleep would be the effect that maybe stress or anxiety from your phone and social media in general also mm. has on sleep. So a couple of weeks ago, we did a digital health podcast, which if you haven't listened to it, highly, highly recommend because if you go from scrolling on Instagram and seeing all of this at the minute stressful stuff or comparing yourself to other people, then you go get into bed or even worse, you scroll while you're in bed (laughs) and then you just turn your phone off. Of course, it's going to be hard to get to sleep to start Mm. with and then to have like a, a deep 
stressless sleep. Yeah. Does that make sense? And that goes for TVs and all that sort of stuff in the bedroom. Yeah. So there should be no devices in the bedroom. I don't know how many people I talk to and they're like, yeah, I just sort of put the TV on and fall asleep to the TV. And I'm like, <laughs> you fall asleep, but you're not sleeping. No. Uh, it's it, And it's crazy. It, your body will get used to that. And that's a thing people will like, oh, I can't do it without it. And it's like your body's used to that. So yeah. it's going to be doing that, but it's not going to be getting the best sleep possible. So get all the devices out of your room. And it might take a week or two to get used to it and falling asleep to not, to not falling asleep to the TV or something like that. Yeah. And it will get better and your sleep will improve and you will have more energy the next day waking up. Yeah. I think the thing that affects my sleep the most that w probably that we are faced with, like tackling, is probably eating too late. Mm. So if you eat, say you have like a big meal at 8 o'clock, I feel like if we have dinner after 7.30, I, I'm struggling to get to sleep. Yeah. So often, like our clients just change that one simple thing. They just eat earlier or eat a smaller dinner because I feel like especially I don't know about other places but in Australia dinner is the biggest meal of the day and mm. you want to eat everything like the most like the carbs and everything like that so then obviously of course it's really hard to fall asleep yeah definitely because your body is actually digesting the food as you sleep yeah so it's putting energy into digestion into rather sleeping. than relaxing yeah um I think following on from the eating too close to bedtime, the next biggest problem I see with people that lack energy is not eating enough food. Yeah. So of, I think in the past we may have explained like, or I feel like most people by now know how energy balance works. So the more food you eat, the more bo energy your body has or stores if you don't use the energy. So obviously if you are a very busy, active person, you have to eat more food. Mm. And maybe that's just like the most simple thing that you're missing. You're not eating enough food. Yeah. Um, and like, there's sort of two things in that, like these are all tied in together. I yeah. can't stress this enough. It's not like just sleep and then this and then this, like think about the food you're eating and again, make breakfast the main meal, like the most important meal, because if you like too, too busy for breakfast and then you're like, oh, can't have time for lunch. And all of a sudden you get home and the only meal you're going to have is a huge one before you go to bed yeah. to get enough calories in to end it, like to have enough energy for the next day, then, you know, you're fucking up your nutrition and your sleep all in one go. Yeah. So it's sort of having a bit of a think about it and just understanding how much food actually needs to go into your body. Yeah. And I think the best way that you could go about finding out if you're eating enough food or how much food you should be eating is to just track using an app like MyFitnessPal, even for three days a yeah. week. Like it's just gonna, I feel like a lot of us don't learn the value of food. So just doing that little bit of tracking will shed some light on what you're eating and if it's worth enough calories for your daily expenditure and if you can adjust it. Yeah. And it's a good way to look at it is scales as well, because you can definitely eat too much and then not enough as well. Yeah. So if you're thinking like put your scales in your head and, you know, you can tip too far to one side and eat too much food and that's going to sort of drain your energy because your body's just going to be processing all that food all day. And then you can sort of tip it the other way and not eat enough. Yeah, that's true. And not, you know, not have, have enough energy, energy <laughs> to for your body to function. So those people listening just think about that scales and you really want to try and get that scales right and again if you're not sure what we're talking about calorie balance you know all that sort of stuff you need to reach out and sort of 
either talk to Mac or just download our um, essential guide. Yeah. It's all in there. So you can get that for free and just have a bit more understanding of nutrition. Yeah. Um, you eat, like, I feel like you eat, it's something you do every single day, eating and sleeping, like, mm. without a doubt, you are going to do those every single day. So I feel like they're probably the best places to start and are very overlooked because we do them so, so much. Yeah. Um, so sort of back into sleep and nutrition, waking up in the morning, obviously a morning routine is going to help you have more energy. And yes. having exercise in that is going to be even more beneficial. Yeah. Now, when I say exercise, people think, oh, I haven't got time to work out in the morning. And uh, you don't have to do a workout in the morning. Um, your body needs to move. Our bodies are designed to move. Yeah. You know, they're designed to be active. And obviously, we've spoken about this before. When you wake up, trying to get as much sunlight on your skin and doing something that sort of moves you forward, as in exercise, walking, you know, just yoga, anything in the morning just to get your body up and awake in the sun is going to benefit your energy levels throughout the day and help you go into sleep the next, the that following night. night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, massively. I think probably the biggest change that we've made, which I'm sure we've spoken about in the past, is getting up and rather than having a coffee immediately and just sitting in front of your phone or TV, which I feel like is quite common um, is just getting up and going for a walk so one you're getting sun exposure immediately two you're moving your body immediately and the forward motion actually like helps your brain to raise all of the hormone levels that are meant to be raised in the morning without the influence of coffee so it happens in a more natural way which allows you to stay energized for longer rather than having that coffee crash yeah and also getting the sun not just on your skin but actually in your eyeballs mm. like it's so important our i feel like our eyes are very underrated like in the amount of importance that they have in how we feel and everything um and even throughout the day thinking about what, how much light exposure your eyes are getting. So if you're sitting in like a dark, darker office or you have like all of the white light over your head and there's no sun, obviously it's not a very pleasant, I guess. Pleasant might be the wrong word, mm. but I'm not really sure. It's not a very stimulating place to be in for your brain. It's sort of a drag. Yeah. So obviously you're going to get sleepy because nothing is keeping you alert. Like evolutionarily evolutionarily speaking we are not used to being in that kind of light and having that dull blue light we're so much more evolved to have the sun over our heads so if you can go outside in the middle of the day as well and get the sun in your eyes have it just having it above your head signals to your brain that we are meant to be awake and meant to be like paying attention and focusing yeah and that was sort of my next thing i was going to say like definitely working out in the morning is going to be the most beneficial. So there's been a few studies that done that working out in the morning, there's a little bit more benefit than working out later in the day because in the morning your hormones are optimized, everything is optimized to you know get you started into the day. But if you're going into a gym where it is just artificial lights, yeah. yes, awesome that you're working out in the morning and all that sort of stuff. But just sort of put a little bit more effort into I don't know being in the sun, even if that means you park a little bit further away from the gym. And, you know, you walk an extra 100 metres to the gym and then you walk in a, whatever it is, just put a little bit more effort into, you know, getting a little bit more sun if you're going into the gym. Yeah. And as for the workout itself, like, this is where a lot of people get it wrong as well. Um, your intensity should be to the point where 
you know, it gives you energy, yeah. but doesn't drain your energy. So I was actually having a conversation with a friend yesterday how she was working out in the mornings and, you know, by the time she gets to bed, again, all connected, like, you know, she works during the day. By the time she gets to bed and she ha she's not actually getting enough sleep because she needs to wake up and go to the gym in the morning and the workouts are super high intense intensity and then she just runs out of steam through, throughout the day yeah. because it's not there. So obviously you can have that intensity if you're getting enough sleep and eating enough food to fuel that intensity, yeah. but a lot of people aren't. So don't feel like you have to do super high intensity workouts to have energy. No. So that workout should, you should finish the workout with energy and it sh you shouldn't be drained for the rest of the day. Yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of people know what I'm talking about. You know, that you, feeling. That <laughs> feeling when you sort of get to about lunchtime and you just, your body just feels like it's done. Yeah. And you need to eat or have a nap. That's, or get another coffee. Yeah. Which is another thing that I really wanted to touch on was like caffeine timing. I guess. So I feel like it's common if you don't have enough energy, then you get a coffee at lunch or you have an afternoon coffee as like a pick me up at three o'clock. Um, that's the worst thing you can do. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so like we said, delaying your coffee in the morning is probably the best place you can start in terms of approaching your coffee to improve your energy. Why? I feel like we've touched on this as well. Yeah, go over it again. But so... When you wake up and you get sunshine in your eyes and everything like that, your body gradually starts to raise your cortisol levels, which is like what allows you to be awake and alert. And then they get to a certain point and they sort of taper off until the sun goes down and then naturally they will go down. Whereas when you have coffee, if you have coffee before your cortisol levels have risen naturally, so say they get to like here for those watching, and then you have coffee and it's like, massive so then obviously you're going to have a massive crash back down to where they should be naturally yeah whereas if you just let them naturally rise then you have coffee and it only raises it a little bit more than that and then it's less of a crash so then your energy is a lot more stable throughout the day yeah um and then i guess obviously having coffee later in the afternoon there is like a supposedly a eight to ten hour half life of caffeine so how long it stays in your body for don't, don't tell me you can have a coffee right before bed and go to sleep because you can't. <laughs> this is the same thing as TV, so I can't stress that enough. Yes, you can have a coffee and fall asleep, but doesn't mean you're actually sleeping. Yeah. Like, just... you can literally do the experiment yourself. Get a wearable, get a Whoop, that's probably the best one, and you can do it. Have a coffee before you go to sleep every single day for two weeks, see what the data is, and then go off coffee every single night. I literally one of my clients has been doing that and he's seen in real life Massive the, the differences. Yeah. Um, so yeah, ideally you want to avoid having coffee eight to 10 hours before bed. Mm. Like that's th the general rule of thumb. Obviously it's different for everybody, but that's also something you have to think about in the morning. Like, so I guess you're starting in the morning with how well you want to sleep at night. So delay your coffee and then plan your next coffee that's going to be before 12 ideally and then rather than having caffeine in the afternoon think about a food that will pick you up more than a liquid mm. as well because generally coffee most people drink milk coffee so it has calories but it's liquid calories so one it's not really giving you energy because it's very temporary and your body is using it quickly so think of a I guess more of a protein carb snack that you can have, which is probably going to pick you up and keep you up for a lot longer than a coffee will. Yeah. 
and that also goes sorry for like coke soft drink green tea black tea they're all caffeinated as well yeah energy drinks yeah oh, energy drinks. <laughs> um, and that's like what i said it's all connected though yeah and we don't expect everybody listening or watching to go and change everything at once but it's just sort of trying to pay attention to the, your little cue so if you are the person that you know needs that afternoon coffee figure out why you need that afternoon coffee yeah it's, it's your brain and your body telling you you haven't got enough energy and you know there's something that you can easily change to have that more energy yeah so many things we've just given you that you could easily change i think one thing we forgot to touch on was we did talk a lot about getting sun in the morning but mm. also there's a lot of evidence to show that afternoon sun obviously is a different color orange to the morning sun so yeah. that also signals to your body that it's time to start to wind down so obviously setting up for good sleep again is getting that afternoon sun in like going for a walk after work if you can or even after dinner when it's really the sun is really low it's probably even better mm. um but then if you do start to do go for like that after dinner walk when you come back into your house have minimal lights because otherwise it's just a waste of time <laughs> or put blue light blockers on yeah just get blue light so blockers. easy They'll solve all of your problems um yeah and uh, again this all sort of goes in that like we're not like on the, the technology episode, health episode that we did a few weeks ago, we're not meant to be around technology, in technology all the time. Like yeah. we've evolved to be outside, moving our bodies and all that sort of stuff. So the more you can do that, the better you're going to be and the better you're going to sleep. Yeah, 100%. I will say since I have massively cut down my intake of technology, um, I do have a lot, not necessarily a lot more energy, but I, ha I feel a lot better. I mean, a lot better mood. So automatically that gives me more energy because I want to do stuff and mm. I want to, you know, go outside and I want to exercise because I don't have this thing, this annoying thing, like bringing me down all the time, I guess, or distracting me. Yeah. Um, all right. So one thing that you have changed has made the biggest impact the simplest thing I should say, is that what you would recommend to everybody else? On oh, my energy levels? Yeah, to improve your energy, what one thing do you think has made the biggest difference? Easiest, just one thing you can give everybody to. I think going for a, a walk before coffee. <laughs> that was gonna be mine. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> um, I know it's a huge difference. It just hits so many of the things we've talked about. You get up at the same time every day, you delay your coffee, you get sun exposure, you move. Yeah, Like. Um, and it doesn't even have to be walk, like just getting outside and doing some sort of movement in the sun. Like I've heard stretching of- Stretching even. Stretching. Um, I know a guy that does five minutes of skipping. So oh, really? just on a skipping rope, yeah. just in the sun, look face in the sun and yeah. just skips for two to five minutes. Again, gets the heart rate up, you're exercising, you're in the sun um, and it's just a perfect way to start the day. Yeah, I know cool. there's a huge difference when I don't do something in the morning sun. Yeah. Um, okay. Throughout the day and going into- The sleep. The, the sleep next night. That night. Cool. Done? Done. Awesome. Thanks again, everybody, for tuning in or watching. Um, if you got something out of this, make sure you hit like, subscribe, wherever you're listening or following along. It helps us reach more people. And if you have got anything out of this episode and you're like, you know what, I'm going to change that and get more energy, share this episode with somebody else because everybody we know struggles for energy. We struggle with energy and we constantly refer back to these sort of things to get more energy. So share it with somebody else so they can get some tips and tricks to have more energy as well. 
And as always, thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye.